right. Hey, man. Good morning. Ready to do a podcast, Chris. How's it going? Good morning. It's going good. The Baja's in the background. Yeah, I'm coming to you live from the garage. <laughs> wrong with that. I like your garage. Yeah, so well, it's, it, it, it's full of stuff, but it has character. That's exactly. Well, it's full of some cool stuff. Look at the Baja. 66. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Let's see if I can get out of the way. It's there. It is right. And you can, so you can cool. see that you can see the nose of the cougar there because it had to get pushed out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, hey, we're uh, we're gonna get started, but before we do, we've got a training class going right now. So I'm gonna have all these guys jump behind me and just wave and say hi. Your mom's watching you guys, so you need to you need to behave. <laughs> so yeah, look, I knew it. Look at yeah, yeah. This is a good group, man. We've had a lot of good fun. Uh, there a we couple go. Great interns and mentors. Uh, Doug, you got to – where to go? There we go. Doug, Doug, how long have you been in Mafia? Uh, 12 years. Yeah, pretty cool. Look at that. 12 years. Yeah, and then there's a rookie <laughs> behind you, you know. There's the mountain generation. Anyway, these guys have been great. Sit down. Get out of here. <laughs> so we've had a great week. Um, Diane got to, to twist on him yesterday. Uh, I start my session with him today. We had a lot of good marketing talks, business talks on Monday. You know, discussions, got to know each other, so it's cool. Um, but we've uh, we've had a we've had a ball, and so especially having uh, Doug, one of the originators of the of the mafia here. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we've got um, you know we're we're trying to bring in two interns when we can, and so we got Doug Parfit. He's uh, uh, what do you call it? Owner of uh, Eye for Auto Detail out in the Pittsburgh area. And then we've got Andy Van Order. Um, he owns Andy's Auto Care Plus out in uh, Albany, Oregon. Yeah, so. it's pretty awesome. <clears throat> Andy's uh, sore this morning. He, he told me just what was it five ten minutes ago that Rennie, you made you made me sore. My legs can hardly move. Is that what you said? Something like that. <laughs> won't be able to walk all day. Yeah, you. Oh, that's correction. I won't be able to walk all day, and it's your fault. I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just gonna leave that right there. It's because of the Peloton bike. So, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Bike. <laughs> so for those, so we're in the shop, but we just got uh, our new gym was just installed yesterday. So we got our gym uh, installed here, so that guys and gals and myself, Diane can all work out. So pretty exciting. So yeah. But so between, hey, between that, cool. I was gonna say between that and food delivery, you don't need to go anywhere anymore. No, we don't. Yeah, we got we're all 100% contained, and it's all carb free, low calories, uh, no sugar. <laughs> we we we're we're challenging. We're doing some food, so we're at we're having, we're having a good time. Um, we've got a uh, we're going back to the you and I are going to go back. We've got Jersey Weekend Mafia Weekend in New Jersey next week, but we've got a top yep. secret meeting in New York before that so we're going to be busy we're flying from here to new york and then new york and new jersey and then new jersey back to california and yep. uh all in the matter of four four and a half days something so, like that yeah gonna be a, a good time so and then you we know, got the, i've been watching the weather and i've been watching all the news about the flights and i'm just hoping for the best <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the air with the airline industry today that's all you can do is hope for the best yep it's gotten to be you know, I remember when I was a young, when I was, when I, when I, I mean, like 20s, even when I was in my teens, really never flew anywhere. But we flew, we played over in Hawaii, uh, football game in a lost stadium. 
and it was my first time on an airliner and it was classy even even economy was classy you know this was in the 80s and, and people didn't dress like bums you know and people dressed nice and if, if i don't know if you could get on a flight with sweats back then you know now sweats is i mean that that's 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 dress up attire for some people you know that fly um so right. <laughs> i won't go into why they shouldn't be wearing certain things but if there's ever an accident on an airplane and you got flip-flops on you're dead you're one of the fatalities most likely is uh i i go prepared for the worst so <clears throat> we had a we had a flight attendant it was pretty interesting i was on a flight a couple weeks ago and uh he goes listen not, not a lot of people don't don't take and, and tell the the exit row you guys are all here for comfort no you're here in the event that there's an emergency you're gonna be life or death to get that door off and help people so there's a couple of you that don't look like you could help you got to be honest and i was like whoa i like that because it is you know there's people i don't want sitting next to that extra row because yep. we got to get out and they're not going to be moving and he said it was like as he goes the rest of your life every time you get on an airplane you see an extra row you're going to think about me because i'm probably the only flight attendant that's been honest with you and i was like god you are i was like i i mean i i i was like blown away on how i thanked him a couple times because that's the truth you know being a search and rescue guy i mean makes sense you know so wow so hey we've got some one day classes coming up want to go over that yeah we have uh it's a little bit of a mixed schedule this time but we have a uh a one-day class coming up in melbourne florida on april 23rd this month at justin lobato's teaching um we are working on ours which is going to be in big bear on may 7th which is a saturday and then uh, the rest of our training centers in scottsdale san antonio uh, auburn indiana long branch new jersey and atlanta georgia are all doing a one-day training on may 21st so uh those are all out there if anybody's interested in in getting a a uh you know a little bit of experience in what training is with us is all about that's a good way to do it and uh you could easily find that info on our website you can find it in our instagram bio you can find it by reaching out to me all that good stuff yeah it's <clears throat> it's a good class we always have a good time we always have really high reviews on it so um hey let's talk about something today's uh personal brand we talked about that monday a little bit is that you know uh big companies coca-cola would die to have what all of us that have small brand i'm a small brand it's chris diane and i on this side of the house and even on the pns side the double black teams relatively small for what we do and they would die bob phillips sent me a a the ceo of of, of pns yesterday and said sent me things and man there's there's no perfect more perfect topic and there's nobody else that probably understands that better than i do because you know we've 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 climbed the ladder we never i never intended i never thought i'd meet all you under these these circumstances it wasn't part of the plan um but because i did understand the connection point that coca-cola company they would die to be able to be so mom and pop with their customers to have a first name base they would die you know what their you know what their sales would do if coca-cola could do that if amazon if jeff could call and thank every single customer that bought the day before 
Do you know how much how his business would grow? They can't do that. You can. You can. You can make a personal connection in a a personal brand connection. You still got to have a company name. I still believe in having a strong, cool name. But don't put the company name out there so much that your personal brand isn't known. I'd rather see your personal brand known at this point. Most of us, listen, if you own a, a detailing company, I hate to tell you this. You're a very, very small company. In the grand scheme of things, even the biggest shops out there, we had 36 technicians at one time. We're a tiny company. We're a microscopic company. So anybody that says, oh, that's a big shop, it's still a small company. And they're, even them, they can't compete with you. If you're a one or two person shop, three person shop, you've got such a massive, massive advantage over your competition. So we're going to go over that today. Um, big name. Okay. I love this. When you, when I say, when I say Tesla, what comes to the second, second thing that comes to your mind? Aha. Uh -huh. Huh? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yep. Okay. If I say Elon Musk, what's two, there should be two things that pop up in your mind. SpaceX and SpaceX Mars. SpaceX and, and, and Tesla and, and Mars. He's going to Mars. And I think about a couple things, how upside down he's turned Twitter in a couple days. Uh, <laughs> and then him smoking weed on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's got, I don't even follow Elon Musk, but I know enough about him because of his personal brand. He's a, a great example of somebody that's really built up. People watch him. I don't know anything about these people, but the Kardashians. I hear their name all the time. I don't know if I could – if you had a lineup of, of, of 10 people, famous people, I don't think I could pick who they are out because it's just not my – I'm not a – not in that – it's not my – in my wheelhouse. But I can tell you this, the Kardashian name, does anybody not know it? It's worth billions. It's worth billions. It's worth billions. And I don't even know how or why or what. I have no idea. What do they sell? Them. They got it. All I can tell you, no, there's not Joe Rogan. We just said his podcast with Elon Musk. There's a personal brand, man. I started out. I mean, you talk about a success story. I mean, still doing comedy, but, you know, look at what he makes off his podcast. And you know what? He'll be the first. I've heard him say this several times. My podcast just started a bunch of guys. Just, just kind of sitting around talking and smoking weed, getting high. But they started getting more and more interesting, and they could take and relate to people. It's still called the Joe Rogan Podcast. It's not anything fancy, you know. And so you look at that personal branding. Those are a few examples of personal branding. You, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, I, I apologize for calling them out, but Gordon McCall's on with us this morning, and that's an example of a personal brand as well. And I'm telling you, if you if you haven't, if you're in the car industry and you don't know who Gordon is, go Google him and you'll understand why so many of us do and respect him. It's unbelievable. Um, Gordon's a great, I mean, I'll tell you this, some of the wealthiest people in the world, way outside of our circles, most of our circles know who Gordon is. Yep. Know who Gordon is. And you know what? He's not a obnoxious person. Gordon is ideally exactly what I'm going to tell you here. He's organically himself. And once you meet him, you're going to not like him because you want to be him. Because he's just got that much cool factor. 
And so, Doug, you've been around him. He's just, I mean, again, his persona, you know, what well, helps that he's like seven foot nine, you know, I mean, I look like an Oompa Loompa standing next to him, you know, uh, he's, he's just, he, the guy's, the guy's recognizable, but more so he's authentic and he's authentically him. And I think that's another great example on a back bringing it into us, Chris, is a great way to say it. So with that is, let's talk about who else? Tony Robbins, you know, the guru dude. I mean, I, there's a lot of people that know him. Oprah, Oprah, I mean, in the 80s, man, women didn't do that. Look what she did with her name. Not only that, Oprah. just her first name. Oprah. She's, she's one of those one-name brands. I want you to just start calling me by my first name, Chris. <laughs> you mean not all the other names I call you? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you think about what she did as a female when she did it. You know, when she did it. That was a tough road. Oh, and by by the way, uh, person of color in the 80s and a female. Hmm. You don't think she's sharp? That woman is brilliant. Love her, hate her, whatever you do, you know her name. Most people do. And she's la and if you don't, she's laughing her way all the way to the bank. She really doesn't care. So as a business owner, here's what I want you to do. Is focus not just on your brand, but focus on your personal brand. You can put it out. You can put it out there. I'm, we're having new shirts done right now. And you can put your company name out there. It's important that it's there. But don't hide behind that logo. You've got to equally put, as we got more successful in our shops, and I'm going to talk detailing. I'm going to talk a micro business. Every, everything that we are, a micro business, is we got more and more successful in one market. Not every market, not the six shops we're in. In one market, I realized very quickly, I've got an advantage. I just came out of corporate America. I'm putting this corporate image out there. I'm saying we a lot. I'm saying us. I'm saying, you know, yes, our staff. I, I had one van. And it, it kind of worked is I had numbers on it. I had two, three, four, and six on the on the. So my brother calls me up one day. He goes, "Dude, does, the new vans look bad. How many vans do you have? I've seen number four. I've seen number three. I've seen we had one, but I wanted to project bigger, you know. And then in a in a short time, I started realizing, hold on, that's not helping us. You know, it's helping us." Is being personable, being personal, connecting and building trust up. So we switched that mentality to that a small company that we could relate to. And a lot of people I, I won't see his say his name right now, just out of privacy, but he's the largest shareholder, private shareholder in Pepsi. And he told me this one day. He goes, Listen, you need to project you out there. Stop projecting anything else. And he says, Pepsi would die. To be able to take in and have the ability to be so one-on-one -on -one with their customers we can't do it so you know what i did every time i go out and service his cars which was often i put a coca-cola in this in his in his in his cup holder <laughs> used to drive him crazy man used to drive him crazy he's a cool dude so hey there are at least three good reasons to focus on your personal brand here's here's here this goes in and a lot of this chris thanks for preparing this it's pretty cool because chris and i we, we we came up with this topic and I put a bunch of notes together and then I didn't send it to him and he put a bunch and I, he sent me his and I sent and I and I sent him mine and we we're like, holy crap, man, it just blended perfectly. So 
Your clients prefer to do business with people they know and trust. Trust is the big word right there. Is I've had some, okay, this is year 19 for Air Force One. And we're going to have the trolls come out, you know, in, in July. And we're up there working on Air Force Ones and all the Boeing planes. And they're going to say the same thing. Well, that's the same vehicles that you guys have done for years. Ugh. And I'm like, I'm sorry that your customers don't call you back year after year like they do us. Repeat business is it. I don't want to have to go hunting for new. Listen, if you back in our ancestors days is that they wouldn't go out and wipe out a whole herd of elk. Is they go find the herds and slowly take and, and take them the, 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 the elk down because they wanted to be able to go find those herds. And keep going back to them. They understood about keeping those herds healthy. And so in ancient hunters, we actually had, they were conservative with how they, they would take and go out and harvest the Indians. The Native Americans did the exact same thing. Because they didn't go out and decimate the buffalo herds. Who did? The Europeans came across and did that. They had no control over it. Okay? So is we you want to take your, your, your pool is we want to be able to pull from that pool constantly. And I don't want to go out and have to do hard hunting. Well, guess what? When people trust you and they know you, you don't have to do the hard hunting. They're going to keep coming back to you. It's a herd of, of, of customers that's there forever when you treat them right and they know you. It's really important to get if you've got a family. People say, oh, you're taking advantage of your family, putting them in there. No, I'm not. My kids, my wife, everybody, all of us, we're fed off this business. And so people relate. If, I, if I've got a choice is I just made a, a purchase for my truck. I could go to the big corporate box store. I went to the store, the store I grew up with. And it's the same owner there that's been there since the 70s. And the reason I did that is connection, trust. I've seen what he's done all these years. And I know he's going to take care of me. And it's a family business. His kids work in the business. His nephews, his extended family, work in the business. I, I could have got it for $1,000 cheaper. I didn't want to. $1,000? You can save $1,000? No. I'm, I'm probably going to save a couple thousand dollars because he's going to do it right. I'm not going to have any problems. And I know that he's going to be there long term. I don't know what's happening with the big box store. Here's the other thing. What is people? This is a big one. You can't find help right now. Who are who's going to be working on my truck? Probably not the most qualified person at that big box store, at that big shop. It's probably going to be somebody that's not qualified and really, if you ask the owner, shouldn't be doing the work. But it's a warm body and they have to have them. Well, the smaller shops, there's less likelihood of that. Because Andy's sitting in there and jumping in right now. He's there. And if something does happen, Andy's sharp enough, he's going to be able to take care of it. The big companies aren't going to be able to do that. And so you've got to take in and build that know, that relationship, and the trust factor up. The other thing is, regardless of size, companies seem to be faceless today. I see so many people in the automotive service industry across the board. Where you go and there's a bunch of, I love this, my friend Danny's calling this, 
dancing Ferraris across their screen of their website and across their social media, and you have no idea who they are. Because I understand that you know the, the cars are the show, but are they really the show? Are you the show? Because I'll, I'll tell you, once I understood that, and I made myself part of the show, a Broadway production, is that, and that's not arrogant. It was me. People would say, I told you guys the stories when my, our, our youngest daughter is four. That year before she went to kindergarten, I wanted to stay home with her. And so I worked out. I was we were really blessed. We had a house with a garage and a shop in the back. So I started doing all the high-end stuff in the back. And so when she went to kindergarten, I kind of started slowly moving it back to the shop. Well, my customers would come up and they're like, hey, man, so uh, am I going to be able to, uh, are you going to take this one home where nobody else is? They preferred that. They liked that I was putting custom, custom work into their vehicle away from the rest of the staff. There was added value and profits. And I said, well, yes, I am because I hadn't given it a price yet. And, and I made two or $300 extra just by taking it home and having the convenience of being able to detail my boxer shorts. <laughs> Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. Is not an image you wanted to see? Not not one I wanted to see this morning. No, no. Okay, so so you know, we, are... uh, Oh, I was get, I was going to say we touched on this a little bit last week, but you know, it's very common for uh especially detailers, but you know, a lot of a lot of different companies to use the term we a lot, even when they're a small one or two person company, um, you know, instead of referring to themselves, you know, especially when it comes to their website and everything else. You know, and I recently uh you know, my website's not the greatest, but I think it's pretty decent. And, you know, I took all that stuff out of mine a while back and I started referring to myself. You know, my about us page is now an about Chris page, you know, and there's more pictures with me in it versus, you know, just of cars. And um, there's definitely no stock photography. Right. So you want to, you know, oh. eliminate that because that makes you know, a big company has lots of stock photography. But, you know, you want to make that more personal. You guys, we told, you know, stock photography, man, is uh, no bueno. You know, we got pictures of you this week already. And if you don't, guys, uh, there's tripods for like 30 bucks on Amazon with a remote. So just get up there, set your camera up and then do one of the, you know, uh, you know, and take a picture, take videos, have rolling film, you know, um, have somebody get your kids involved. Is our youngest daughter for, I don't know, four or five years was one of the photographers on Air Force One. And some of the epic photos that are used within our group on Air Force One and the B-29 and the 747 came from her. Get your kids involved. You know, get your nephews involved. You know, if, if you had a tough childhood, you know, get some, get some kids in town. Teach them, start teaching them these things, you know. Do a reach-out program, you know, and just be able to take and teach these kids on how to, you know, what you're doing. Kids, man, they're, they're more familiar. My, my daughter will go to take a picture with her iPhone. And she's like, oh, hold on, Dad. Your settings are completely wrong, you know? And she'll go, and I'm like, oh, damn. You know, it does look a lot better, you know? I just point and shoot, right? I don't care about the camera. I just point and shoot. Go. No, they got a whole – there's a whole system for going through, so get them involved. So people are more memorable. You are credible. You are trustworthy. And if you're not, 
in your market, you need to work on that. Simple as that. You need to be credible. Everybody wants, I just had this, I just, we're talking about this. I had somebody ask me about uh, where I'm based and a young, a brand new soldier asked me about my rank and how do I get there? And they're completely blown away that they, A, had to go to school and B, it was going to take them that long. I mean, almost wanted mm -hmm. to quit the military right then and there. Because it's like, oh, that's way too much. I have detailers almost weekly. We get messages. And they want to go. They'll say, hey, man, I really want to follow in your footsteps. You know, I want to be a, I want to develop my own product line. I want to be a spokesperson. I want to do this. I'll go, okay, cool. How long have you been in the, in the industry? Oh, three months. Uh, okay. You know, go out and build up your local reputation. Be world famous locally. If you're not famous, who cares about the international stuff or national stuff? It's not going to pay your bills. It's not going to pay your bills for a long time. Those, there's more seats at the table right now for that. If that is your goal, there's more seats than there ever been. And they're slowly creating more seats. Our industry is legitimized. Uh, brands have got money to put out. But you're not going to make your living doing that. There's ways to make money on social media and YouTube. But you've, you've got to be careful of what's your main source of income and who are you? Build that up. Build the trust. And you can use all those platforms to build up what people think of you. It will help. Getting the message out now. Dude, when I started, it was the Pony Express of taking and sending, sending a message to your audience. I mean, it was literally freaking, you know, a covered wagon with six horses, you know, pulling your message across the prairie. You know, it took forever to get stuff out. Now, I hate to say it's pretty easy. But if you're just average and you're just putting uh, you're part of the pack and you're part of the herd and you're putting the same message out that everybody else is, is pouring, taking a water bottle, pouring it across the car, doesn't stand out. Doesn't stand out. You know what will stand out is you talking about the coding. You're telling people. And you know why most people, most, most, most professionals don't get in there and talk about it? because they're afraid of other detailers ridiculing them. They don't pay your bills and most of them are full of shit anyway. All they're doing is repeating and regurgitating what some manufacturers told them and half of that's bullshit. So get out there, get your knowledge base up and start educating your customers and your customer base and your market. If you don't know it, go learn it. If you definitely don't know it, don't talk about it. There's a lot of different topics that you don't have to go into and do that. Is be strong. Be strong in your message. <clears throat> be believable. Be reliable. Be trustworthy. Don't be everything. So don't try to take in and be a superstar educator within detailing. And you're still you're still eating breadcrumbs. In your detailing business okay what are you trying to do well i'm going to be an influencer okay you've got 200 followers you're not an influencer you might be an ambassador you might be able to work your way up to ambassador but you're not an influencer at that point can you be absolutely i'm not telling you not to do that don't get me wrong i'm just telling don't put the don't put the cart before the horse don't launch the planes oh shit! train the pilots you know how to land they don't have land. They have no idea. We just, we just, we just, we're going to war. Want, we got planes in the air. We got F-16s, F-35s. 
how skilled are the pilots? They've never flown. It's about the equivalent to it. You can't do that. Okay. You're more than a business. Oh, this is this is this is this is huge. You're more than a business. Let people see the other side of you. Let them see your hobbies. Let them see your family. Let them, we talked about pets. Let them see that you're a dog lover, you're a cat lover. Let them see you like horses. Let them see that you like motorcycles. Let them see that you play chess. Let them see that you that you volunteer. Let them see all these different things slowly. Don't shove it down there and go organically, just as you do them. As you do them, document. Put it out there, just lightly. Don't shove it down their throats. Is that your experience is you grow from these experiences. You're going to expand from it. If you're good, demand. Oh, this is huge. This is Chris. Demand will come to you. Demand will come to you. You know, I've been, I had the opportunity pretty early on in my career, about four or five years in, where I was at an event and I was branded. Okay. I had stuff on my shirt. And at this time, there was no Air Force One. This was in the 90s. There was no McCall's event. You know, there was no, there was a McCall's event. I wasn't honored to be in, involved in that. I didn't have a reputation. Gordon didn't know who I was. He wasn't going to bring us in. I knew of him because I got to fly down and we met for five nanoseconds because he I had a client that had a jet that they were going to put in his display for his for his event. So I had to, I went down there and cleaned the but I sat there and I walked in, I saw Gordon and I saw what he was doing, and I was like, it was it was mind-boggling. I was like, I want to do something like not the stunt to his event, because there's no way I could do it. But I said, This guy's moved up in the world. I want to move up. Gordon started out as a detailer. And I said, I got to do something. This is he's his I thought I was unique. That was going to be the first like detailer to really break out. Turns out there's several before me. Gordon's one of them. But I said, I got to do something bigger than this. I know there's more to it. So you know what I did? I went and got really good at detailing. Really good. And I got good at communicating. And I got good at sharing my message. And I got, this is the key one. This is where most people miss. I got really good at, at profitizing from my services. I brought value to what I did, and I didn't cheapen that value down. When people came to me, they knew that they weren't going to get a discount. I wasn't discount tire. I wasn't Walmart of detailing. I wasn't Target of detailing. Is that I was high end. I did great work, and I backed it up, and I was connected with people. I connected with them. I liked them. Changed my whole life. The opportunities that came through. But I was walking through the aisle way in 1999. Met a guy and it said something about aircraft. Oh, it said, you drive them, you drive them or fly them, we'll shine them on my shirt. It had our logo. And on the other side, it had my name. That's it. Just like Ronnie's right now. Just as, exactly the same as your shirt. It, not quite as fancy uh, <laughs> because it was in the 90s and I was, I, was, I was still building up, right? So the guy goes, you, you do aircraft detailing? I said, yeah. Start a conversation. That conversation lasted 11 years. And I co-branded a product with Shell Oil Company. And that was, a, I got to travel the world with them. I went to all the major air shows. I went, I, it was, it was a dream come true. I flew in aerobatic planes. I flew in jets. I flew in F-16s, F-15s. I flew in, thing, I got to do things that, as a detailer. Why? Because I connected with people. And I got really good at my trade is I'm still, I, I've never been the best detailer in the world. I, I could not ever lay claim to that. I was good. 
really good. Um, I think that if you put it into football terms, I had an outstanding career, you know, Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, but I was best at making profits and making connections. That That's where I went, was building my brand up, making profits, and making connections. And you know who helped me make those profits was the connections I made and the relationships I built because it was always two-way. Always wanted to turn it two-way. And so you've got to look at it with the same same exact mindset. And then this is really important. We're going to start wrapping this up. Is that define yourself. Is that there were several chapters of going through. And one of the biggest mistakes I made was I was sharing with these guys this week. Is as a dad, I kind of lost who I was for, for a bit. You know, I was like, who am I? And I didn't think I could be who I am right now. Because right now it's pretty rough who I am. It's for the last, I'd say, probably eight, ten years, it's been pretty much me, you know. Um, I'd say eight years. I think eight years ago is when I really, really, I just realized, I looked at a couple pictures, and I was like, God, that's not me. You know, it's not, I'm not being me. I'm just not. And I really struggled with that. And the biggest, the biggest mistake I made was going through and being what I thought other people wanted me to be and I needed to be. And it's not. The whole time, I should have just been myself. Now, through those chapters, through those decades now, it feels funny to be able to say decades, is that the periods when I was myself, organically myself, and true to myself, are the times when I had that massive amount of growth, both as a man, as a human, and as an entrepreneur. The times that I struggled and tried to be what I thought other people expected of me are the lowest times I had. It's when I had lower success rates, my conversion was lower, and I wasn't the happiest because I was being someone and something that I thought other people expected me. I had to be, and it was a mistake. Or can't be you. Now, sharpen yourself up, but be you. Be you. And so I had a realization last, last year. It's in, my, it's in my quarterly notes to myself, and I've really – I've made a, 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 a change. I, I saw something again, reflecting back, listening to something that I'd recorded, and I didn't like it because it wasn't me. It was something I'm not happy with in, in my life. And so I set out to change that. And slowly, it's changing. I can, and when I go back and, and listen to these podcasts, I can hear it, and I'm a lot happier with that. It, it, I'm being true to myself. And, and it's funny because I mentioned this. I don't say what it is because I don't want people to – I don't want people, I, I want to do, I'm doing it for me, not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it for me. It's this improvement that's going to make everybody around me better. It's not just about me. It's that I didn't like the example of setting, if that makes sense. So I decided to take and, 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 and pivot a little bit and make some changes. And then lastly, always, or two, two lastly, always make yourself better. Never stop bettering yourself. That's through reading, observation. I, I see men around me and women around me. And when they do something that I really like, God, that's classy. I try to bring a little piece of that in my life my own way. You know, I like that. It's You're never too all, well, you can't adapt to other people's ways. Oh, most certainly you can. Most certainly you can. Is that you're going to find out as you get older and, and is that the things that you bring into your life and the changes you make is – is huge and you can absolutely learn from other people throughout your entire life 
and learn the sooner yet you learn that the better you're going to be and then before my last statement is this isn't even on here is um is what 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 you want to learn to do is in in bettering yourself and you, you want to take and always put other people's needs out there you want to try to take and you know they got to work with your life but the, the the weakest moments in my career no matter what i was doing all the way back to when i first started detailing i was 13 years old is when i sold something i really didn't believe in i've said this a couple times but i sold it because i knew you know i had to put gas in the truck i had to pay my my mortgage you know whatever it was car payment was due and i didn't have the money in the bank you know uh what, what'd you call it the other day you know yeah yeah exactly you're crossing paths you know is that you've got the 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 the, the see the late notice coming in the mail this way and you time it perfectly so they're kind of like missiles in the air and they cross each other so the payment hits them about the same time the late notice hits you you know i remember those days and sometimes i had to sell from those days right and sometimes you're gonna have to right it's called survival but it's the, the, the earlier you can get out of that mode the better off you are you know it really it really is sell the stuff you like and it wasn't it, it wasn't that i was selling somebody snake oil it was selling something i didn't just i didn't believe in the product you know i didn't believe in the, the outcome it was fine they loved it it just wasn't my favorite and when you be able to take and sell something that's your favorite and you're proud of makes a big difference in your life and then lastly is learn to own your shit learn to own it if you make a mistake with a customer own it but if you make a mistake in a relationship own it if you if you take in you're grumpy in the morning own it own it to yourself you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you're just like boy i feel honored today is first off tell yourself that okay asshole know that you're you're a little honored today you know so back off to other people because if you sense it they're definitely going to sense it and so i'll i'll just i'll i'll tell i'll wake up some days and i'll tell them man hey you know, i'm kind of raunchy today you don't want to you know i don't know what's wrong i'm just didn't sleep right whatever it was I'm just if I seem agitated, I'm just just not in the best of mood. I don't know why, and, and that it's that just allows everybody around you to to know that you're just having a tough day. And I find when I do that and I own own the stuff, is that actually the people around you they they help make your day better because they care about you. And and it turns out when you own it like that, is that it's pretty short lived during the day. You end up having a pretty great day because you owned it early on. So. All right. Hey, Chris, you got anything to add to that? Uh, no, I think you covered it pretty good. You know, yeah, that was, fun. that was fun. And so, you know, get out there and own your personal brand, build your personal brand, work on, on connection with people, you know, really care about them, really care about them. You see that there's golf clubs in the back of their vehicle. Ask them about their golf. You see, there's got a ski rack on it. Ask them if they're into kayaking, ask them, ask them. Ask them about their dogs. If they, hey, you know, what breed are they? This and that, you know, min fins, right? I mean, all these different things that my dogs are all running out here, right? So ask about the breed. Ask if you don't know about the breed. I've mentioned there's nothing better than somebody that will ask about, you know, one of our dogs is a Akita Rottweiler mix, and somebody was dropping something off, and he goes, wow, what's an Akita? Oh, let me tell you about my dog, you know? <laughs> Is there's a proud moment and uh just said just don't put your fingers through the fence because you won't have you know, any. They, 
the the one thing I do think of real quick is uh, you know, don't ignore your company brand though. You know, don't focus so much on your personal brand that you ignore the company brand. The two go hand in hand and uh, you should probably find a way to connect the two so that when one thinks of one, they do think of the other. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that we did um, later in, in our shop history is that we had our logo, uh, which was a, a combination of, uh, ironically, uh, we took an old Harley Davidson logo and an old Aeroshell logo, not knowing I was going to work with them later. Uh, and we kind of combined the two. And then later in my career is we put, just like we do the detailing success, is we put Rennie Doyle across the top, and then it had the attention to details uh, what they call the flying wing and um that worked good is that that's a good combo it's a great point chris yep. is because we we've done a great job of, of recognition and then the other thing is that listen because your customers are going to tell you interesting things is that they would call up and um they'd say okay so that we give a price diane would be talking to my mom whoever was in the shop uh mike uh um uh, mark down in texas um Jorge up in Sun Valley and and the people would say, okay, so at this price point, is, is Rennie doing the work on the car? And, you know, or I'd say, you know, no, this, you know, if you do want him, we I can have him get a contact and he'll give you a bit a personal bid on him doing the work. This is our shop, this is our shop doing the work. But Rennie checks everything out, he runs it still, but he's not personally going to touch the car. So there was a price for that. There was a price for that. And and I would stay busy. Pretty solid, more than I wanted to be all year long with an elevated price for people that only wanted me to touch it. So there's another way to look at it. So, hey, next week we're going to be in New York, so we won't have a live. Nope, no, we'll 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 be a little bit too busy to get that done next week. But we'll uh, we have a I believe the following week. Um, oh goodness. I'm not going to say we have a guest coming the following week. I'm not going to say who it is because I'm going to get them mixed up right now. And I don't have the calendar in front of me, there but uh, anyway, we do have a guest the following week and uh, you know, just uh, just a little reminder. We love having you guys join us live, but we do want to just remind everybody that these do uh, get republished later. Um, you can find them on all the popular podcast platforms uh, for audio only. Plus uh, we put up a, a slightly edited version on YouTube later as well, so you can catch them again, or share them, or do whatever you want to. Yeah, we sure love your comments, and again, a lot of these topics come from from emails we get from all of you. So send us over an email, Rennie at DetailingSuccess.com or Chris at DetailingSuccess.com. Again, comment, share. Uh, we love it. We love your your guys's. I mean, almost every week we get an emotional comment, and that's why we do it, man. I mean, it's just. We absolutely love hearing, you know, the impact that this thing, you know, has on you. And that's why we continue to go on. So, hey, thanks, everybody. Have a blessed day. Uh, be good to each other and go out and build up that personal brand. It's really important. Take care, everybody.